good, y'all? Kush Hayes here, coming to you with another microdose. Kai is uh, most likely enjoying his Friday night with some quality time, family time, much-deserved off time. Producer Hakey is hopefully enjoying a nice stiff drink at a piano bar of his choosing. But I'm here kicking with you guys Friday night, Saturday afternoon, maybe Sunday morning. And uh, we're here for the microdose. At the top of the thing, I just want to remind everybody, we got a fundraising partnership happening with St. Jude. They uh, do great work for children. It's an amazing organization offering free medical care to children around the world, free housing. No family ever receives a bill from St. Jude's ever. We are trying to help benefit St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. And you can find our goal is at fundraising.stjude.org backslash Cushion Kai. That's going on until the end of November. So we've got uh, just over four weeks to go on this still. Remember, that's fundraising.stjude.org backslash Cushion Kai. Benefiting St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Moving on, uh, the Bosley Network. We had a great week for the most part. Not everything is perfect, and uh, as I like to say, life will get in the way. So, technology standard. I don't know if I'm ever saying that correctly. That looked like it had a pretty decent opening. However, uh, Happy Hour with Gentleman John Lawton, as you may or may not see, did not premiere on Thursday as advertised. Again, going to chalk that up to life gets in the way, and we hope to get that out uh, as soon as possible. But the fact of the matter is it's just not done. So that's that's what's going on there. However, check out the Bosley.net. We got uh, everything there. We've got Technology Standard. We've got short stories by Kai. Links to CushionKai.com for reviews from me. Previous episodes of Cushion Kai. Microdoses, including this one that you're listening to right here. That's always good. Saw a movie this week. This past Wednesday... AMC Theaters and A24 Studios had a sneak preview of mid-90s. New movie written and directed by Jonah Hill about a kid who discovers the magic of life through skateboarding. It's a little more in-depth than that. However, it was only okay, in my opinion. I I appreciated the hell out of the soundtrack. And that, that first 25 minutes, they were really hammering over the head it's 1995 or maybe it's 1996 but you know one of the one of the first scenes is a birthday party where seals kiss by a rose is playing louder than the dialogue on the screen and for the most part it gave me a huge chuckle that that was the opening song they went with everyone in it is really good it's directed really well. It's a really well-made movie. I absolutely believe without a doubt this was a passion project of Jonah Hills you never know how these things are going to go, but again, for for what it is, for first time directing for him and uh, Bradley Cooper, yeah, not, not bad, not bad. I think it's getting a little more praise than it's deserved of, but that's just my opinion. The movie has no ending, and that still bothers me to this point here. We have this cast of characters that we meet, we meet... 12-year-old Stevie, uh, he's our main character, and then we meet 4th grade, who I think is uh, Jonah Hill's avatar. We have uh, two other kids. One of them is trying to perfect his game and be, be the best skateboarder he can so he can get paid to go skate around the world. And the other one's just in the moment, having fun. 
much like the 1990s. Why try? Shit's stupid. I just do what I do. But at the end of the movie, there's no no resolution. We don't know what happened to everybody. I imagine Jonah Hill's character went on to make movies, but Stevie could become a crackhead, or the one kid could become a dot-com billionaire, whereas the other one was a bum in Amsterdam. Who knows? Like, there's just... It just ends. Found it very unsatisfying. Speaking of satisfying, Daredevil season three premiered last week uh, on Netflix, or the Marvel Netflix cinematic universe. And uh, I don't know what it is. I like the Daredevil show. I think it's the best one they got uh, of the the four or five properties they're floating around. Uh, Just very solid story um it's 13 episodes long but almost none of them feel like they drag unlike other series and other seasons on the marvel netflix channel we see daredevil at his lowest we see him you know just he doesn't have his armor anymore sometimes his hearing is messed up he's obviously blind but all the super senses are gone at one point like you you see you see the exposed nerve that Daredevil is, and that's 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 good for some drama. Vincent D'Onofrio's the Kingpin always kills it, although the their use of the word Kingpin was the most laughable thing ever put pen to paper. At, at some point, it turns out that everybody in the FBI has been corrupted by Wilson Fisk, Vincent D'Onofrio, the Kingpin, and uh, this one character who's finally let in on the secret is invited to the super-duper secret conference room inside FBI headquarters, and they're discussing the boss, Wilson Fisk's next move. My man mentions his name, Wilson Fisk, and someone goes, oh, we don't say his name here. We go by his code name. Oh, okay, what's his code name? We call him Kingpin. That's, that's the stupidest thing anyone could have ever said inside an FBI office. It's incriminating alone. That, if, if that's what I'm nitpicking about, then I, I think I feel like it's pretty good. Fight scenes are great. They they have to do another hallway scene, hallway fight scene. Uh, this time it's in episode four as opposed to episode three to throw you off. And uh, yeah, it's it's intense. However, this needs to stop being a staple. Just just make make a memorable scene. It doesn't always have to be in a goddamn hallway. Again, just this guy's opinion here. Speaking about Marvel Netflix, uh, it's over a week old now, but uh, the headlines will tell you that Netflix has canceled two Marvel series, and that's Iron Fist and Luke Cage. What people are either exploiting for clickbait, or maybe they just don't know, is that Marvel has a deal with Netflix to produce four series a year. They really Netflix really doesn't care what they are, just as long as they're getting good numbers. Most likely, those two titles are on the shelf for a Heroes for Hire series and a possible Daughters of the Dragon series. I'm going to level with you. I don't know shit about either of those two titles, but that's, from people that I do know, that's the next transition in this uh, series of events for these characters. That's about all I have to say on that. I wouldn't lose any sleep over the Marvel Netflix shows there. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Most of them are too long. And that's that's what's up. Looks like this is a good place to leave our microdose here. Remember, thebosley.net, cushionkai.com. We're available. Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Don't forget to help us out. 
to benefit St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital at fundraising.stjude.org backslash Kai. Our goal is to raise $2,000 by the end of November. As of this recording, we're over a quarter of the way there. That's very exciting, considering there's still five weeks left in this. So please help us out. Fundraising.stjude.org backslash Kai. Uh, in a perfect world, we may be seeing true lies in two Sundays, or we won't. We'll know later. Hugs and kisses, y'all. Cushionkai.com. Positive.